Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Sechus Master Shani Parak Dalad Mishnah Zayin and Mishnah Ches. And today's Mishnahs are being learned by Sechus of Shlomi Zalman of Zagasim or Siyat Vachayit Chalatim. They should be given for that Sechus Lachan Ziyad Yishmaya Good Health Parnasa B'Shafan Cult of Zela and Sechus Esther Bas Rachel Shishi B'Zayich Rafain to receive a Kagan B'Kar of Mamish. And we continue talking about Pidya and redeeming Master Shani. The Mishnah says, "Apoy the Master Shani v'Loi Kar Hashem." A person redeemed his Master Shani, but he didn't officially call it its name, which means when he had the money, he didn't say this money is redemption for the Master Shani. So Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael tells us, "Dayo, it's enough." It's Besader. He doesn't have to do anything more. It's obvious that he was trying to redeem his Maestro Shani. He doesn't have to now go back and redo the whole thing and verbalize it. Whereas Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Sarchlafarsh, he has to verbalize it. He has to say, This is the Pidyan. This is the redemption for the Maestro Shani. Asimrullah but talking about something totally different, not talking about Maestro Shani. He was talking with his wife regarding divorcing her, or he was talking with a woman, someone who wasn't yet his wife, talking about getting married to her. And then he gave her her get or her Kedushin mother. But he didn't say what it was for. He was talking to his wife. They're talking about getting divorced. And then he takes out a piece of paper, which is obviously her get, and he hands it to her. But he doesn't say, this is your get. Or he's talking to a woman about getting married to her, and then he takes out money and gives it to her. But he doesn't say, Hariat Mikudeshesli. So Rabbi Yassi, Rabbi Yassi once again says, Dayo, that's enough. It's obvious that he's trying to divorce his wife, or it's obvious that he's trying to marry this woman. Or Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Sarch Lafarish. He has to speak it out. He has to be very clear about what he's trying to do. And by the fact that he didn't speak it out, it means it's not valid. And then we've got the Mishnah Now, when a person's Shani, He's allowed to do so in increments. So, for example, he's allowed to take $100, put it in a secret compartment in his wallet, and then anytime he has Maestro Shani, he could be paid it on that money. He has an apple, it's worth a dollar, he could be paid it on this 100, now he has 99 left. An orange, it's worth a dollar, be paid it on, now he has 98 left. So the Mishnah tells us, let's say a person placed an Isser down, and he ate half of that Isser's worth. One Isser is worth eight Prutais, he was paid a four Prutais worth of Maestro Shani onto this Isser, so now he still has another four left in this Isser. But then what happened, he took this Isser to another place, this Isser now jumped in value and it's worth a Pundyon, which is double the value of an Isser. Why is it worth more? That's because people needed Issers in this place and therefore they're willing to pay twice as much for Yisurin. So now that means that his Isser is worth 16 Prutais. So the Mishnah tells us, he could eat another Isser's worth of Maeser Shani because now this coin is worth much more so he could eat much more Maeser Shani and again, as he's eating it, he's being Mechalit onto this coin. Now why specifically is he allowed to eat an Isser's worth? because everything doubled in value. The Maeser Shani in this Isser went up, and so did the Chulin, so that means he has another eight Prutais of Chulin to be Paida, not just another four. And Mishnah continues with the exact opposite of this case. A person placed a Pundyon down, remember a Pundyon is double the value of an Isser, and he ate half of the value of that Pundyon, which means he ate a full Isser's worth, so he technically has a full Isser's worth left that he could technically eat, but then he went to another place, and now this coin is only worth an Isser. It was devalued Valued. It went down in value, and it's only worth half of the amount that it originally was worth. So Eichel Olav plug, he's only allowed to eat another half of an Isser's worth, not a full Isser's worth, because everything here went down in value by a half. Now these two cases that we just learned in the Mishnah, we're talking about having a coin that was chulin, and eating Maeser Shani, and as he's eating Maeser Shani, he's mechalul the Maeser Shani onto that coin. So now he takes this coin, and he brings it into Yerushalayim. So instead of going to this store and buying something with this coin, he could do the exact same thing that he did back in his hometown. He could leave the coin on the table, he could have chulin food in front of him, and as he eats the chulin food, he's mechal, some of the kedusha from this money, onto the food that he's eating, and then the food that he's eating becomes Maeser Shani. Now we have an interesting halacha, because the mission is going to tell us that he doesn't have to eat the precise value of this money. If he has $5 of Maeser Shani, he doesn't have to eat exactly $5 worth of food. And the mission says, If a person has an iser of Maeser Shani, he can eat the amount of food corresponding to the value of this coin, 
until there's an achad asr be'isr, which means until there's only an eleventh left in this isr. Or, or in another case, ve'echad mimea be'isr, he could eat up until there's only one hundredth left of this isr, which again means that he doesn't have to eat the entire value of the isr. He can leave either an eleventh or a hundredth of this isr left over that didn't have its kedusha transferred off of it. Now, in both of these cases, the way that it works is that the remaining amount left in this coin is bottled to the rest. So we just have to explain when is that we say that he can leave over an eleventh, and when do we say that he can only leave over a hundredth? So when dealing with Meister Shani of Demai, so anyway, it's a suffix, we're more makel, and as long as there's only an eleventh left in this coin, so then it's bottled to the rest of it. But when dealing with regular Meister Shani, so then he can only leave over a ninety-ninth. We have two more opinions about this. Beishamai, Eimer Beishamai says, Hakala Sarah, everything has to do with a tenth. As long as he ate nine tenths of the value of this coin with Kedusha's Meister Shani, he doesn't have to worry about the other tenth. There's a ready bittel there, and that's whether we're talking about Demai or regular Meister Shani. Whereas Beishel, Eimer Beishel argues, and they say, Bevadai Acharasar. When we're dealing with Meister Shani Vadai, so he's only allowed to leave over an eleventh. Ube Demai. When we're dealing with Demai Asara, so then they agree to Beis Shamai and they say that he could leave over one tenth, and that's sufficient. We're gonna stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Tessa and Yud. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.